Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar and welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant here. It's approximately 11.58 p.m., okay, on a Tuesday evening here. And tonight, I want to share something with you, and I'm going to be honest with you, tonight, it might get a little red light. <laughs> I'm be extremely unfiltered tonight because I want to talk to you. It's kind of like the dark side of me a little bit here. I want to talk to you a little bit about what made me a relentless dog in life. When I say a dog, um, like this dogmatic stubbornness inside of me, this spirit in me that have allowed me to conquer and to accomplish a lot of things in my life here. Okay, so let's talk about it here because, you know, listen, obviously... I want to educate you. I want to encourage you as well. But it's important for me to be very transparent with you so you can understand all the different sides of me. And I want you to understand that because maybe one day you will feel that you need to be able to take some of these traits and attributes to be able to conquer and to be able to achieve your dreams. Does that make sense? Because people ask me all the time, Wesley, what are your habits? What do you do in the morning? What is your day to day? And I want you to understand my personality. Okay, I truly believe that the people that become successful have a certain type of personality. Okay, just a certain type of just persona. They are. Look at people like Deion Sanders, Tiger Woods. You know, some these people like Jordan and Kobe Bryant. I mean, these yeah, these men are dogs. You know, when I say dog, they just the fighting them is so um, intense when they want something or when they have this immense focus and it's all that matters. So I want to talk about that here tonight and I want to share with you why, how it happened and how I had this relentless dog in me. The reason why I'm worth over $40 million, the reason why I primarily dominantly get what I want in life the reason why I'm so charismatic, the reason why I have this relentless set of confidence and um, the reason why I'm a leader of people and the reason why I'm very successful in entrepreneurship, in life, in fatherhood, as a lover, as a person, as a friend, okay? So let's talk about it here. So hey, but before I do that, let me give you a shout out here. Go ahead and put your names here below. And let me give each and every one of you a shout out here. Go ahead and comment your names here below. And you want to take notes. You're going to really want to take notes on this one here. Because I don't know when I'm going to do another rant like this. Um, but I think it's important for you to know this. I think that people are too nice on the planet. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Hey, Myra, how are you? Um... Diraj, how are you? Mika, Avery, how are you? Danielle, how are you? Cecil, how many of you are brand new Genie Script members? Every night, we love to congratulate all our new members. You're new to the family here. Just let me know in the comments below if you're brand new to the Genie Script family here. We're glad to have you aboard, and we're here to serve you, Hayden. What's up, Nikki Elizabeth? How are you? Victoria Love. 
Hey, hey, what's going on, Shaquana? Oh, life is absolutely amazing right now. Hey, Terry, how are you? Micah, how are you? You are a legend, man. Thank you so much. Um, we have Legacy here. Jennifer from Canada, how are you? Brand new Genie Script member. We welcome you with love. Dominique, how are you? VZZ. 10 days old Genie Script child. I love it, Sasosa. How are you? Eduardo, Victory Love. Willie, hey, hey, what's going on here? Um, Miss Kiffin, how are you? Farood, Ali, uh, the only V-Diamond. And thank you guys for tagging people as well and sharing this. Um, I, I truly believe there's a part of the world that many of you are blinded to as it relates to the people who are very successful in areas of their life, okay? And I'm talking about the success where you don't have to look over your shoulder. And I'm talking about the type of success that you're not ashamed of, you know, something that's um, admirable, something that actually makes a contribution to the world that you feel proud about and the people around you feel proud as well. So ensure to share this as well. Hey, from Mexico, Sandra, how are you? Savannah, how are you doing? You doing well? All right. Shaquana. Hey, Steph, how are you? We have a lot of ladies in here tonight. We've got my queens in here tonight. I love when I see the queens log in here. Because let me tell you something. The queens are everything. Without women, let me tell you something. I don't want to exist. <laughs> if, women, if all the women will leave from there today, you can take me with them. <laughs> hey, VZZ, how are you? Fernanda, how are you? Waha, brand new committed Genie Script member. I'd like to see that here. Hey, Joy King. Good morning. It's Monica. Hey, Monica, how are you doing? What's going on here? Kiki Ocean here. Okay. Yes, women do run the world. A absolutely. Amen to that. Uh, Victory, love. How are you, Jordy? As well, on a mission. It's in the house. Of course, Fernanda. All right, so let's go and get into it. Now, listen, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm going to make this disclaimer before I get started here. I may use politically incorrect language. I may raise my voice. I may get passionate. I may get super emotional, okay? So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear or see anything in the comments about why am I using foul language? Why am I so loud? I don't want to hear that shit, okay? So... If you can't take it, just leave the fucking rant, okay? Just go to bed. I'm not forcing you to be here. So you don't need to share your negativity or your comments in the comment below. I'm here to help people. And to do that, I have to be my true self. This is the reason why I'm so successful, because I am my true self all of the time. I mean, I'm just the self I want to be, right? I'm not trying to cater to people. I'm not a people pleaser at all. I am my true self. I'm my genuine self with all my infallibilities. Who cares, right? So I'm just going to let you know that I just got to put that disclaimer out there. Okay, so let's talk about what made Wesley a dog, you know, and I'm not talking about a dog when it comes to relationship with women, you know, no, 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 I'm not talking about that. I believe everybody that's that that wants to be very successful, you have to have this dog in you. OK, and it's like the spirit inside of you that compels you 
to accomplish or achieve the things that you want. And let's kind of talk about my childhood because it kind of started from the childhood here. You know, many things in our personality and the way that you are today and right now is based off what took place when you were a child. Make sense? Uh, can we go back there for a second? So let's talk about it. You know, I had great parents. Um, you know, I have nothing negative to say about my parents. Um, they are pastors of a church. I grew up in the Christian Kojic church for like all my life, like 18 years of my life here. And But, however, one thing I didn't get or I didn't receive was love. Okay? Now, what do I mean by that? I'm not saying that my parents didn't love me, but they didn't say it. Okay? As a matter of fact, I was counted out in many different areas of my life. In school, when I was in high school, I was the class clown. I was the guy that was in the principal office every week. I was the guy that they had to call my father to come down to the school to talk about my behavior. I was counted out. Teachers counted me out to say, you know, you're going to be a failure. You know, you just keep playing around. You're a class clown. Why you can't get yourself together? I was the kid that had the U's and the P's on a report card. I was the kid that had the failures on a report card. I was the kid that was just counted out in life. I, I never received any type of positive reinforcements such as Wesley, you're amazing, you're great, you're loved, you're the best, you're a king, you can do all things. No, I didn't hear those words, never. Not in school and not in my household, okay? As a matter of fact, my household growing up was a very interesting situation. Um, my dad, he's, you know, back then, he changed now, but he was a very mean person, to be honest with you. It was an extremely mean person okay and sometimes you don't know it right because you only you know parents only parent based off what how they were parented right but he just wasn't i wouldn't say he was just a loving person uh growing up so i absorbed that right and i felt counted out but let me tell you something about me okay i didn't lay on the fucking ground and cry Okay. I didn't take drugs. I didn't drink. I didn't just run away from home. I didn't do all the things that a lot of children do, you know, when they can't take the pressures of childhood. I created this person inside of me. And I call it the dog spirit. Which means as, you know, I said, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to show them. And when I say I'm going to show them, I'm going to show everybody. Even the army. Like, many of you know, I was kicked out of the army. Like, when I went to the military, they dogged me out. Especially because my last name was Virgin. So, you know, they played around with me. They dogged me out. And they dogged me out to the point they kicked me out. And I was like, I'm going to show all these people. I'm going to show my parents. I'm going to show the teachers. I'm going to show my, my the, the drill sergeants, all these people. I'm going to show them what I'm capable of. And I, and I, and I begin to understand that, that the only person that cared about Wesley Virgin was Wesley Virgin. And I learned this at a young age. By the way. I mean, I started to understand this. 
because um, I realized that even though you want people to say nice things about you, you want to hear compliments, you want to hear admiration, you want to hear loving words, and you want to receive positive reinforcement, reinforcements from you know, your friends, students at your school, your principal, your professor, your teachers, your parents. Well, everybody wasn't fortunate, and I wasn't fortunate to hear those words. Okay? So, what I realized, I had to create this persona myself. I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember sitting at the table with my father. I think I was around maybe 18 years old. I'm not sure. And, you know, my dad was a tyrant, man. He was just so tough on us all the time. For no reason sometimes, seriously. Uh, just a tyrant, you know. Almost, you know, growing up, it's just like you didn't have a compassionate bone in his body. I mean, he's different now, obviously. But, um, and he's like, I remember was having a conversation because my dad would always do these talks. He would want to talk to you for hours after he whoop you, right? He wanted to talk to you for hours about what you should do and what, you, what he wants for you, whatever. And he says, son, I don't want you to make mistakes. I don't want you to do, I, I remember this conversation. It was in the kitchen. It was in my, it was in the kitchen of my, of my parents' home. He said, I don't want you to make the same mistakes in me. You know, I don't want you, I don't want you to fail like, you know, like I did. Oh, I don't want you to blah, blah, blah. I said, let me make the mistakes. I swear to God. And listen, one thing about my father, you don't want to raise your voice at my father, right? He's the type of dad, he'll slap the crap out of you. I'm going to be honest with you, you know what I mean? Been slapped many times by my father, right? But that that moment, I didn't give a fuck. And I raised my voice. I said, let me make the mistakes. It's my mistakes to make. And for the first time, you know, a lot of children won't do that because they may be afraid of their parents, you know, afraid of your father, afraid of your mother, and you don't want to talk about I did. Because it was a dog in me, and I was creating that motherfucker. Which means is, I want to do what the fuck I want to do. And my childhood created this person, honestly, because I was so counted out. Like, I could never do anything right. Uh, I never, you know, I can't even remember hearing any type of, <laughs> any, any positive words growing up. Like, from 1 to 18, I can't remember one time hearing Wes, I'm so proud of you. You're doing such a good job. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I don't remember it at all. Right? That lets you know that I just heard more, uh, uh, you know, chastisement or you need to do this and you're not doing this right. And why did you do that? That's all I remember. But that day at 18, I, I took a stance and I said, let me make the mistakes because it's my life. And it's my mistakes to make. And I remember that was the day that, I mean, a couple of days later, a couple of months later, I moved out of my father's house. Me and my brother, we moved out. And I was happy to get out of there. Chris was my brother. He he wanted to stay. He didn't want to leave. I was ready to get the fuck out of there, honestly. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I went to the Army. I didn't go to the Army because I wanted to, like, you know, fight for my country. I mean, I love United States of America, but I didn't want to use my life. But at that time, anything was better than living at my parents' house. I'm be, I just got to be honest with you here. And, but it created a dog in me. And the dog was, I was going to show people. And then I realized that the only person on this planet, and I realized this at the age of like you know, 21, 20, 
that the only person that's responsible for giving Wesley Virgin positive reinforcement was me. Like the only fan on this planet that I should expect to be a fan of me was me. Because I never received it. So I had to conjure up the spirit inside of me to say, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to get it. And I'm going to show everybody, family, friends, people that knew me, people that said that I would amount to nothing. People that said, because I was, you know, I was going to jail sometime and I was just making a lot of mistakes, right? It was just pretty horrible. But I, but this dog of me, I said, I'm going to show them. I'm going to show all these people that I'm going to do very well, okay, extremely well. And obviously I did, right? <laughs> you know, it worked for me. And the reason why I wanted to tell you that story is because I want you to realize there's a dog in you. Like we all have it. It's just that spirit that when you say, I don't give a fuck. Like you have to get to that point in your life eventually. See, that happened to me when I was younger. When I said I didn't give a fuck, like I made a lot of mistakes because I didn't give a fuck, if that makes sense. Like some mistakes maybe I shouldn't make, but the mistakes were mine to make because I stopped caring about what people thought about me 100%. Like when I was younger, like 20 years old, because people didn't care about me anyway. So why would I care about what they would say about me? Because they was already saying very negative, nasty things about me anyway. So why did I give a fuck? I didn't. So I started to do what I wanted to do. And of course, I made a ton of mistakes, a ton of mistakes, especially in my 20s. But the dog was there. That's just that relentless. I was the type of person I took the risk. I didn't care. If I felt it, I wanted to do it, I did it. Even when it was the wrong thing, I did it. I turned into a risk taker because I didn't care anymore. Okay. And what I want you to understand is that part of you is important. But later I realized that you have to put a lease on that part. Like you just can't go out there and do stupid shit. And I did a lot of stupid shit. But you have to put a rein on the dog. It's important. You got to put a leash on the dog. You have to know when you got to pull that dog back a little bit. What I want you to know that every one of you, every man and woman on here right now, you have a dog and you have a spirit in you that will compel you to achieve the success and become the man or woman that you want to be. It's in you. But many of you, you don't know how to put a leash on that dog. You know, some of you get too angry that you go out of control. Or you get to the point that you're just so irrational, you put yourself in a very, very difficult predicament to get yourself out of. Does that make sense? But the dog must exist. Okay? And that dog in you can be in your business. The dog in you can be... Because, see, the thing is about a dog, when it's attacking, it don't, it don't give a fuck what's going on. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen dogs fight, but if a dog is fighting, it doesn't care what's going on. It wants to kill its competitor, period. Like if you have a build a bulldog and it locks onto you, it's over, baby. It's game over, right? Because it's relentless. It doesn't care about anything that's going on. It don't care about you. It don't care about your kids. It don't care about your mom. It's going to annihilate you. And you have to be that. You have to have a part of that in you. Does that make sense? It's important in business. It's important in life. Because if you don't, understand and know how to use that dark side of you people will run you the fuck over people will play with you they'll toy with you
They will run your ass over. You will be the person always crying and whining and bitching about every problem and everything that's taking place in your life. You'll be the person always with the broken hearts. Oh, I got a broken heart. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm talking about men on this one. Right? You'll be that person that always feel counted out. You'll be the type of man that feel emasculated by women. Well, women out fair, women at this, and they're not giving me, or they're not giving me opportunities, or, you know, this is a white man's world. So, you know, you're silly. You sound silly. You have to learn how to utilize that dog that exists inside of all of you and use it to propel you to your greater self. Okay? I'm the type of person, I'm a fucking win. I don't give a fuck what I got to do. That's just how I am. I've been like this for a very long time. Like, I'm just going to win. I don't care what I got to do. I'm going to win. As long as it's legal. Shit, would I break the rules? Absolutely, I would break rules. But I'm not going to break the law because I'm not going to jail for nobody. But would I break the rules? Absolutely. Some of the things are not ethical? Absolutely. I mean, define ethics anyway, right? I'm going to do whatever I got to do to win in life, period. Can you say the same? Some you can't. Because some of you are too soft. Some of you are too goody, good, 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 you know. So many of you that's listening to me right now, it's very important for you to be a good person. I hear this all the time. I just want to be a good person. I'm a good person. I just want people to know I'm a good person. Who gives a fuck about a good person? What does that even mean? Trying to be a good person. To who? Do you not realize that everybody that perceives your behavior and what you do will be different? You could be a good person to some people and they would hate your fucking guts. And you trying to be good. You trying to be nice. Right? <laughs> you trying to be nice and this person is negative towards you. So the key in life is not to be a good person. Okay? Key in life is to be the best version of yourself. And that self is the self to get what he or she wants. Okay? Does that make sense? Are you with me? By any means necessary. Some of you want to run companies. But you, some of you want to run a company, but you can't terminate people. Some of you want to run a company, don't know how to hire people. Some of you want to run a company, but you don't know how to make the tough decisions. Like, look at Facebook right now. Meta, right? Facebook just fired more people. Had terminate more people through email, by the way. I think that's cool, right? Terminate a person with an email. You know, to avoid all the fucking stories. You know, you don't hear a person's story when you fire them. They're going to tell you, well, I got this, I got this. Oh, I don't hear that shit. All right? So Mark Zuckerberg is smart. He fired them through an email. Some of you guys wouldn't like that. You say, well, that's not right. He, you should fire a person one-on-one. Why? For what? It's, man, if you got to fire 10,000 people, it's not going to waste time having meetings with every single person. Send them an email. Send 10,000 people an email. You're done. I wish you the best, but you're done here. Right? It's going to be a ton of people that's going to be upset and mad. So what? See, that's what CEOs understand. See, CEOs understand something about running a company. They understand that their employees are not going to like them at times. And let me tell you something about a CEO of a company. It's not my responsibility, um, my dude, that you like me. <laughs> like, even my company here, I love all my employees, but it's not important for me for them to like me. My, my responsibility is to make sure the company makes money. It's to make sure the company's organized, to make sure everybody's doing their fucking job, period. Okay, it's not for me to like you and, you know, nah, I'm not, getting, I'm, I'm not trying to get you to like me at all. 
You can hate my guts, but as long as you do your work, I have no problem with you. Does that make sense? But many of you, you can't be that way. It's hard for you to be that way. I've met people that knew they needed to terminate people. They can't do it. Man, I want to terminate them, you know, man. Well, I'm thinking about their family. I'm thinking about this. Okay, well, you're going to lose your company. I know some people who have lost their companies because they care so much about the well-being of their employees to the point that they lost the company (laughs) because they couldn't let people go when they needed to be gone. See, that's the dog in you. The dog has to make the choices and the decisions that the regular average employees or the regular people can't make. You can't make those type of decisions because you're too emotional. Listen, there's nothing wrong with having a heart, nothing wrong with being compassionate. But in business, even in life, you got to know how to stand up for yourself. And I want to talk to men about this. A lot of you men, you're boys. You're still a fucking boy, a lot of you men. You know what a boy is? A boy is the type of person, the type of man that complains about women. That's how you know you're dealing with a boy. Whenever you hear a man, a grown-ass man talking about and complaining about women and how they're doing this and how they're not doing this and they're not doing this enough and they this and they just use men, that's a boy. It's not a fucking man. See, a man doesn't have any time to talk about women and what they're not doing and what they're trying to do. See, what real men do, they make sure that they're sufficient. A real man takes care of his shit. What does that mean? What is shit, Wes? take care of his finances and he become a capable man that he have no time to talk about what a woman is doing and what they're not doing. Does that make sense? See, a real man has standards. But a lot of you men, you boys. A lot of you men are boys because you're still seeking and begging for mentorship, looking for somebody to save you, crying. I know this because they're in my DM. Begging me to work. Please, Wesley, please, 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 I just need your help. Please, King, Please, 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 like a fucking boy. Why would I ever want to work with you? A beggar. If you're on the street in Houston, Texas, a lot of beggars, right? A lot of people on the street that's always asking for money and shit, right? So if I, if one of those beggars say, hey, I want to work with you, you think I'm going to hire a beggar off the street? Absolutely not. So why would I hire a beggar in my DM? I'm not going to hire you never. I'm not going to even talk to you because you're a boy. A man is formidable. A man understands that his circumstances doesn't define who he is. That's the type of man I want to work with. But a lot of you men, the only thing you think about is your circumstances and how fucked up your life is. And honestly, you're fucking up your entire life yourself. That's your fault. You're the one fucking up your life. Drink too much, smoke too much, play all these video games, hanging out with your boys, going and play basketball on the weekends, chasing girls every fucking weekend, then complaining about them. Because they tell your ass no because you're ugly, you're broke and poor and don't have shit, can't communicate properly. And then you get mad at them because you're doing it all wrong. That's why. That's obvious. You ever realize that? The men that cry a lot about women, about what women are not doing, usually the men are broke and poor and average. They make under $100,000 a year. It's always those men, older or younger. Okay? What I want you to understand, you know, men specifically is... You need to begin to put yourself together. You've got to get your, you know, you got to get out of this whole la-la land. You know, somebody's talking to a young man the other day, you know, just young, they're about to graduate high school or whatever. And 
You know, they just thinking this shit is nonchalant and casual. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'm a, well, you know, I'm going to do this. And, you know, well, I know, but I'm going, you know, just laughing about it. I mean, you're about to graduate high school, right? <laughs> and you don't, you don't have any money. Your family don't have any money. And you're taking it lightly, like everything is just going to fall in place. It's not going to fucking fall in place. You're going to find yourself doing everything that you said that you would never do. You're going to find, your, find yourself working at a place you never said you'll work at. I know a person right now. I'm the same age as this person. I know this person. I'm not going to tell you who it is. But this person is the same age as me. And I remember this person turned 18 when I turned 18, turned 19, and I turned 19. And this man worked, worked, worked at a grocery store at the age of 18 and 19. This man is 40 now. And he's still at the grocery store. Still there. 20 years. I'm sure he didn't have a plan to be there. I'm sure that wasn't his hopes and dreams and desires that he's going to be there for decades. But he was too casual about life. He thought life would just fall in place. Life don't fucking work like that. If you're not, listen, if you're not serious, young people, okay? Even my 20-year-olds and my little young people, 18, 17, if you're not serious, you're going to find that life is going to beat the shit out of you. Not literally, but it's going to beat the shit out of you. Just wait till you get out of high school. Wait till you have to pay bills. Wait till you have to buy a car. Wait till you have to pay rent. Wait till you see a lot of children, teenagers, like, oh, my life is stressed. Oh, just wait. Just wait until you become an adult. When you have real responsibility, you have to take care of yourself because obviously your parents don't have any money. They can't support you. So you either going to go to college and have a bunch of loans that you can't pay. Work on a job that pays you 10 or $15 an hour if you're lucky. And what you going to do? That's called life. And at the same time, you have this piss poor life. You're going to be drinking and smoking and doing dumb shit, having sex. With, you know, it just what happens, especially men, just, just contri- completely fuck up their lives. Women the same way. Women graduate, you know. Listen, there's many people in their 30s and 40s and 50s right here on this rant here tonight. They know what I'm talking about is true because most people in their 30s and 40s and 50s that is on this rant right now fucked over their 20s, just fucked it up. Didn't even care. You know, they live by this dumbass phrase, YOLO, you live only once. Ho, ho, ho. Stupid. Well, you have one life to live. I'm going to live it to the fullest. Stupid. I know many people that try to live their life to its fullest in their 20s. In their 30s, the life is fucked. Got a bunch of babies. I know women that got a bunch of babies. The baby daddy's nowhere around. They on food stamps, on hood, looking for somebody to support them. I know women on OnlyFans showing their fucking body to the world and trying to justify like that shit is right. And no, it's stupid, dumb. It's going to follow you for the rest of your life. Like, how stupid can you be? Exploiting your body all over the goddamn internet. Thinking you're an internet model. You're not an internet model. You're dumb. Somebody going to take your pictures and post them everywhere. And your son and your future daughter one day going to see that shit. You know, they mind, why are you showing your naked body? What was going on with this? Jimmy said he saw you online. You were naked. What was going on here? You understand that shit is permanent? But see, a lot of you young little 20-year-olds, you little young people, you don't think. Especially these young women, you don't think. Some of you women, you know, you just think that you're going to find your sugar daddy, right? That's what you do. Oh, let me find me a sugar daddy. Let me find somebody to go, man. Listen, I've met women 
who have been doing that sugar daddy shit for a very long time. I've met women that have cried to me and said, Wes, I don't want to do this no more. Because see, what you forget is you get fucking older. And the sugar daddies, they want young women. And eventually your time, and it just runs out. You ain't 20 year old no more. You don't look the same way anymore. You're 40 now. And you're still depending on the sugar daddy. And you're doing shit. I, I met this one woman. I'm not going to expose her, but I met this one woman. This woman one day, she was crying to me. She says, Man, where said I just don't, I just can't go back, but I'm tired of doing, I'm tired of doing all this stuff for me and I don't want to do it just to get some money. I mean, she was literally in pain because she has to do things that she didn't want to do just to get some money. But it's, eventually that should get tired out. You get tired of doing it, right? You get tired of dealing with men that you don't want to deal with. And you get tired of this transactional type of relationship, Okay. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? What I want you to understand is that there's no time like the present to get very serious about your life. Is it going to take some time? Yes, it will, depending on how old you are. If you're in your 20s right now, wake the fuck up. Don't wait until you just ruin your entire life for 10 years because you want to break out of your household. I wanted to break out of my household, too, and I did. And I made some mistakes, but I got fucking smart quick. You know, lucky for me, I didn't go to the clubs. I wasn't a drinker. I wasn't a smoker. I didn't want to do that shit. That was just dumb to me. I'm not going to purposely debilitate my body and make myself weak. Absolutely not. I did other stuff that I'm not proud of, but I wasn't going to do that shit. Right? But a lot of you in your 20s, you're just screwing up. And what you don't realize, you're creating this very, very debilitating habit of living this life that it's going to be very hard, almost incorrigible to turn around when you're in your 30s. It's going, to be, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to change in your 30s, in your 40s. Why do you think I have men and women that listen to me in their 30s and 40s and 50s? And they're very serious. They're like, man, I want to change, Wes. But it's hard because they fucked up so much. So it's hard not to think about all the fuck ups. You have men on here right now with bad credit. Women on here with bad credit. You got men and women on here. They have a ton of debt. You got men and women here that are overweight and fat and have illnesses that they created themselves. That's self-inflicted. Yeah. You got men and women on here that are grown adults, 30, 40 years old, staying with people. You got men on here staying with their woman. Staying with their woman. Can you believe that shit? Women taking care of the man. How backwards is that? Got men on here staying with their parents. Okay. So my question to you, you know, especially my young folks, is that what you want? <laughs> I mean, think about it for a second. I get it, you know. Listen, when you leave your home, I'm talking to 20-year-olds right now. When you get out of your house, when you feel that freedom, let me, let me tell you something. It's the best thing ever, you know, just to be free. You're like, oh, thank God I'm out of that prison. <laughs> I felt like I was in a prison in, in my parents' house. I'm going to be honest with you. But, you know, you feel good because you're free. You turn 21, you can drink, you can do all this. You can go to Las Vegas. You can go to California. You can go to Mexico. You can just do whatever. Go to a restaurant. Go to I mean, you can do whatever you do. You don't have a curfew. You can do whatever you want to do. But listen, this is what you're not understanding. You're not a fucking kid anymore. You're not a teenager. It's time for you to act like an adult. And that's what you don't like. I've seen this. I've seen, listen, I've, I went to my daughter's school and 
I've seen young people still have the high school mentality. I've seen young people go to college, 18, 19 years old, still doing the same shit. What they doing? Going to the parties, doing the weed, smoking the weed, going to the drugs, having a casual sex, having sex in a car. I mean, this is your college experience. You're still in fucking high school. Do you understand that you're just completely fucking up your life? Every decision that you make is going to affect you for the rest of your life. And if you never change, it's going to be very difficult for you to change. If you continue with the behavior year after year after year, it only gets tough to change, period. Does that make sense? Okay. Are you with me here? Listen, I'm sharing this with all of you from the top of my heart because I want you to understand that you can be better. You can be. Is it going to take some time? Yes, it will. But time is going to pass anyway. Do you not realize that tomorrow is Wednesday and then it's Thursday? Like time is going to pass anyway, whether you do something or not. Many of you are putting yourself deeper in the hole that you're trying to release yourself from. Many of you are stuck, right? Well, you're keeping yourself stuck because of your activities, your behaviors, and your habits. Does that make sense? Like you're doing it yourself. You have nobody to blame. You know, I look on the internet. I see poor and average and regulatory people try to blame rich people. Well, rich people, they're taking all the money. Rich people, they just should give you the stuff for free. Rich people, they're manipulating people. Rich people, they're taking advantage of us. Rich people, they're scamming us. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you crazy? You think we out here scamming and trying to take your money? For what? <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Do you think every successful person on the planet is out here scamming and, and just taking all your money and taking all your Let me tell you what it is. A lot of you, you're very upset and your haters... But you can't stand when you see other people doing well. It pisses you off. Some of you just can't stand other people that are doing good, that are doing well, that are driving the car that you want to drive, living where you want to live. They got their children in private school. They travel with their children around the world. And you suck. You stuck there in your city on your slip and slide in the backyard. That's not my fault. It's not rich people's fault. It's not wealthy people's fault. It's not billionaire's fault. It's not millionaire's fault. It's your fault. Okay? It's your fault. If you're not giving your children a lifestyle that they should have, it's your fault. If you're not living the life that you want to live because you see other people living their life, it's your fault. And for you to try to throw rocks at us? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you how cold millionaires and billionaires are. You throw rocks at us, we got a goddamn house. You're going to hit the house. We don't care. We're not going to even hear the rocks because we're going to have soundproof windows. And if we come outside, you throw rocks at it. We're so smart, we're going to catch the rock and we're going to put it on the ground. We're not going to throw it back at you because we don't have time for that. We ain't throwing our rock back. Like, we ain't going to talk back to you and be like, oh, why are you talking negative about me? I swear to God, I'm never going to create a video talking to my haters. Absolutely not. I'm not going to give them an ounce of my energy. I'll take my ass to Bora Bora and chill out on the beach for a week before I reply to a hater. Okay. Does that make sense? I want all of you to know. Okay. 
I want all of you to know. That you can do it. Okay? Can. You can change your habits. You can get serious about your life. You can create ambitious. Like, listen, some of you men, let's talk to men again. Because, you know, I really need to talk to men because men are supposed to be the leaders of the world. I'm not saying women can't lead, but I'm pretty sure women will prefer a man to lead. Okay? We're the stronger of the gender. Right? And women would like to depend on their men. Men, you need to take a step back and think about what you want first. And then you need to take a step back and ask yourself, what are you willing to do to become the man that you know you're supposed to be? I understand some of you men, you never had a father or your father is not that great. Or maybe your father's stuck in the past. Maybe your father has these old obsolescent ideas. I get it. You know, some of your fathers didn't even exist at all. Some of you were raised by your mother. And now you have to try to discover and figure out how to become a man. How do I become something that people would admire? How do I become a man that can navigate this world that I can be convincing and persuading and be able to be a leader and a man that... Other men will look up to. I get it. Listen, whatever you didn't get as a child or whatever you thought that you lacked, men, as it relates to becoming a man, be it now. Be the man that you wanted your father to be for you. Okay? Like, be that man. Many of you men, you craved it. Did you not? You know what I wanted from my parents? And I didn't even know. I wanted love. I wanted to hear love. I wanted to feel love. I wanted to feel important. I wanted to feel significant. And guess what? I didn't. So I had to create my own significance. I created my own importance. And now I can transfer this to my son and to my daughter. And now I'm the opposite of my parents. I give my children love all the time. I show it and I tell them. Right? I'm a better version of my parents, and I should be. Can't be worse. Should be a better version than the people that raised me. Not to discredit them at all. They did the best job. They did a fantastic job. But I have to take it to another level. And what I want you to understand, that's what you have to do. Why would you be worse than your your parents? Some of you are older and you're still asking your parents for help. Some of you are so old, you're adults, you're still knocking on your mama's door, asking for a check. Mama, can I get $10? Mama, can I get it? You're not a fucking child anymore. Grow the fuck up. I'm talking to men. How do you expect a woman to ex- respect you if you're asking your mama that's already broke for something? Asking your mama to go fix this. Mom, can you get him out of jail? Mom, I'm in a bad project, but I don't know what to do. Still calling your mama, asking her for advice, wearing and stressing her the fuck out. And I'm talking to men on this one. Grow up. Okay? Grow up. If we had more men that were capable, more men that had standards, more men that had discipline. And let me tell you something, man. All of you can do it. All of you. I don't care how terrible and how horrific your childhood was. So what? We all been through some shit. 
It is what it is. And there's two type of men that have been through shit. It's one man that's just going to say, well, I've been through some shit. That's the reason why I'm fucked up right now. And there's another man say, yeah, I've been through some shit and I never go through that shit again. I'm going to be the greatest version of myself right now. And what I want you to understand, man, that you can be that person. You be the person that you know or you felt that your father or your mother that you wanted them to be. Does that make sense? Are you getting value here, ladies and gentlemen? Comment below if you're getting value here. We've got 102 people in here right now, okay? And this conversation was needed because I'm very serious about what I do and I'm committed to what I do. I'm committed to helping to change the lives of people. But more importantly, I'm here to be an example for all men. I want you to become men. A lot of you men are boys. You know, I was talking to this young, I'm not going to expose him, but let's just say that I had this person that provides a service for me. And I said, hey, I need you to be here at 11 o'clock. And it's a reason why I need someone to be here at a certain time because I'm a very busy man. So my time is important. Don't fuck with my time. When I say you want to be at a certain time, you need to be there. If not, you're going to piss me the fuck off. And this person wasn't there. So 11.03, I'm like, where you at? And they say, oh, I'm here. Uh, you're not here. You're not in my apartment. And when they got to my apartment or my, my place where I live, they said, well, I was downstairs. Well, I got here at 11.05. Well, I would have been here at the doorman. I said, you, you know what? You making every fucking excuse in the book. Why can't you just take fucking ownership? Why can't you just say that, you know what? I got to do better. But this man just made every excuse in the book. And to me in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, every excuse. Well, the doorman went here on time. Won't you get up and come earlier? I'm like, get up 30 minutes earlier and come. Then you're never late. See, I do that out of love because, I mean, it's grown men like this. It ain't 40s and 50s. Oh, man, it's only five minutes. Only five minutes? You run a business. How do you expand the business, man? You know why your business is not growing? Because of how you think. You think everything is like, ah, oh, well, it's not a big deal. And that's why you're not progressing. A lot of you men are like this. A lot of you men are like this. Oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal, stupid. It's always a big deal. You ever wonder why you don't get opportunities in life? Some men on here. I never get opportunities. I never get opportunities. Because the way that you think, you're so lazy and you're so casual and you don't pay attention to detail and you wonder why you're counted out. Because of those things that you think are so trivial, they are important to some other people. Make sense? Like me. Like rich people. And you're going to serve a rich piece or a rich person. Time is very important to them. So they don't want to hear your fucking excuses. They're paying you a premium cost. And of course, I gave him the speech. You better believe I did. Of course, because I love him. Gave him the speech. Got on his ass. He knew I was right. Right? But it's one thing about men. You know, men don't like you to get on their ass. But when they wrong, man, they be like, fuck. They know they wrong. Even when they try to defend themselves.
Man, if you want better in life, you have to be better. To be better, you have to take accountability. That's all we got. You just got to say, you know what? I fucked up. You're right. I got to do better. If I want better, I have to take accountability on my fuck ups. Not blame someone. Oh, it's only two minutes. It's only three minutes. I'm like, what? That's like the fat girl say, oh, I only had one piece of cake. I only had one donut. I only had one. But you big. You still overweight. What are you talking about? You didn't have one donut. <laughs> that makes sense, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I know I was hard on you tonight. I know some of you are going to really think about this rant here tonight. And I want you to listen to it again. And I hope it pissed you off a little bit. I hope it disturbed you. All right? What you heard here. Everything in your life, what you're doing or, or, or things that you're not doing, especially the people that's all in this play-play mode, you know, <clears throat> people that are just making bad decisions. You know, some of you just know you're making bad decisions in your life. Like, you just know. Even when you try to justify, no, well, I got to do this. I got But you're still making fucking bad decisions let me tell you something you're gonna pay for that shit you're gonna pay for it i know because i pay for it every bad decision that i made i paid for it okay like it ain't going away some of you truly believe that just because one night or one day maybe because you hear my rant and you listen close that you know what i'm gonna change everything well you're right tonight is the night i change uh okay great but you still got to take care of all that shit that you fucked up 10 years, you're going to take care of that. It ain't going away. You still got to deal with all that stuff. What I'm saying is, why wait? <laughs> like, why wait? Like, make a change now. Like, just turn around in your life and say, you know what? I'm going to be better because I'm telling you, I've seen people just live this fast life. You know, I know men, you know, they want to live this life so badly here. They put themselves in debt. They try to get apartments that they can't afford. They try to get cars they can't afford. And you see them in two years, they lose it all. I've seen many men this happen to. Many. I've seen men in my last apartment, my last high rise. You know, you see these guys that pull up. They got all these cars, you know, all this. And like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm doing my thing. Yo, you know, I got this, I got this. In two years, you see them in handcuffs. I swear to God, it happened. Handcuffs, FBI, because the guy was scamming. Then another guy got all these cars, all these cars. Then find out he was a drug dealer, got killed two years after that. I mean, listen, <laughs> or another guy, you know, he had the apartment, then he had an eviction notice. Listen, listen to me here. You know, that fast life, I don't know who you're trying to impress. And I don't know why it's important for you to be so significant Based off the money, all the cars, or, or where you live. Like, do you not understand that it's going to crumble? It always crumbles. Because you're moving too fast. Slow down. You're not missing out on anything. I remember when I made a decision that I wasn't going to go to club, I wasn't going to drink, I wasn't going to do anything, right? For like two to three years. And I just removed myself, you know? Just all of a sudden, I just said, you know what? I'm going to remove myself for a couple of years and I'm going to really work on myself and develop myself as a man to become an outstanding, extraordinary man. And let me tell you something, when I did that and when I decided to go back into the world, nothing changed. Same women there, 
Same drunk people, same guys, same women, same people. I mean, it's the same. It's almost like the world never changed. What I want you to understand is nothing. You're not missing out on nothing. Because I know some of you like the fear of missing out. Right? FOMO, that's what they call it. You ain't missing out on nothing. People are robots. It's going to be, listen, it's going to be people this year. I mean, this week, they're going to the club this weekend, just like they did last weekend. You have people this week going to the bars. You got people this week, they're going to the restaurant. Same restaurant, same drink, every single time, repeatedly. Okay? <laughs> Make sense? Same people. You're going to have somebody, you're going to have a woman on here tonight, you know, and they're going to go out and go shop and max their credit card, go max it out. No, she has no money, but she's going to spend money again on the credit card. Just put herself deeper in debt. Yeah, a, a woman this week is going to do that on this rant. Okay. Any questions for me? Did you get any value here tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. Did you get the value tonight? Did you get any value tonight, ladies and gentlemen, here? If you have any questions for me, post them below here. Everything that you heard was out of love because I want you to win. I want you to make it. Okay? I want you to get some finances. I want you to get some money in your life. It's important. To do that, you got to get very serious. You got to get very laser focused. And you got to be willing to cut people off. Listen, people are interchangeable. <laughs> they really are. Don't believe that. Oh, I got this person. I'll never find a person like this. I used to think that way too. You know, my first girlfriend, I said, oh man, I never find a girl like this before. They're bullshit. I have blinders on. It's always another one. Always. Always. It's always another one, man. Tell all my men that there's no such thing as that this is the one. No such thing. It's always another one. <laughs> and always another one. It's always another one. But what's important for you as a man is to know your purpose. Discover why you're here on the planet. Start to think about what do you need to do to make a contribution to the world, to serve the world in a way that it pays you well. Figure that out, okay? Then you have many ones, many women. You know, then you can select whatever woman that you want that fits with your character and your personality. Questions for me, please. Okay. What city is your seminar in? There's many cities around the world. Just did a seminar in Miami. Many of you missed it. I only do high ticket seminars right now. The seminars are twenty thousand plus. Okay. What's next? Questions for me, please. And I really want you to really let that. I want you to really ruminate on what you heard here tonight, because I know it's a part of you. Everybody here, what they heard. I know it's a part of this conversation that it touched you, that you said, man, he's right. I know it. I know it's something that I said tonight resonated with you. Then know it's time for you to get off your ass and stop playing this role of victim. Stop shaming yourself. Stop berating yourself. Stop making excuses and become the person that you're supposed to be. Why not become an extraordinary person? Why not become a person that people can look up to. I mean, the person that you are right now, do you think your children should look up to you? 
for all the parents out there, do you think that your children should look up to a woman or a man like you? The person that you are now, you're not even financially astute, you're not financially smart, you can't communicate effectively, you drink, you smoke, and you do all the things that you tell them not to do? Are you, are you kidding me? What kind of example are you? Many of you mothers and fathers, you're failing your children. Don't even know, but you're failing them. And then when they begin to get older and when they make piss poor mistakes, the only person that you can blame is yourself. It's one thing to screw up your own life. It's another thing to screw up the ones that had no choice. Okay? Questions here. You have a question here. Hold on. We women can select our alpha man. Okay, I have no issue paying 20K plus. I know it would change my life. What's next here? Any questions? How do you go from having an employee mentality to a business owner mentality? Easy. So the young lady just asked me, and I'm going to be very direct and frank and blunt with you. She just asked me, well, how do I go for you know, eight to five to run the business. That's very simple. Quit your job. Quit your job. And don't give me no bullshit about, well, I'm going to pay my bills. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. That's what business owners figure out. That's the difference between or the distinction between an entrepreneur and a nine to five person. A nine to five person, they're just afraid. A nine to five person is going to give you every reason why they shouldn't quit their job. A nine to five person gonna say, "Well, who's gonna pay my bills? Well, who's gonna take care of my kids? Who's gonna pay them?" Blah, 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 blah. That's nine to five people. That's the nine to five thinking. Entrepreneurs, they find a way. Does that make sense? They just find a way. So that's how you change the mindset. You just quit, and you see what you're really made of. Because many of you believe that you believe in yourself, right? How many of you believe in yourself? Everybody say, "Yes, I believe in myself." How many of you believe that you can do anything, right? How many, how many of you believe that you can make money on your own? All of you will say yes. Well, show me. I'm from the show me state, Texas. Do it. I dare you to leave your job. See what you're made of. See if you sink or swim. That's how you know. I don't want to hear the words out of your mouth. Like, I never pay attention to what people say. Like, oh, I can do everything. I believe in myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the richest person in the world. I'm going to be a millionaire, Wes. I'm going to be a trillionaire. And working at fucking Walmart. What are you talking about? You working at Walmart. Tell me you're going to be a billionaire. You're not going to be nothing. Paper or plastic. You're going to be ringing that bell in the front on Christmas Day. Listen. Entrepreneurs, successful ones, we take action. We don't talk. Fuck talking. We just do. Because talking is a waste of my breath. It's just a waste of time for me to tell you what I'm going to do. That's a waste of my time. Why does it matter me telling you what I want to do? I know a lot of regular people, average people, they're always telling other people what they're going to do. Oh, I'm going to work out. Oh, I'm going to start this. I'm going to get my credit right. I'm going to go to a better school. I'm going to start school again. I'm going to get a better job. I'm going to start a business. I was thinking about that. They talk too fucking much. Shut up and go fucking do it. Because we don't want to hear it. I know I don't want to hear it. I don't care what you're trying to do. Show me what you're doing. Okay? That's it. 
Because that's what entrepreneurs do. You know, rich people, successful people, that's what they do. They ain't got no time to be talking. Nah. Telling you what I'm going to do now. Nah, I'm just going to do it. Okay? So a lot of you talk so much about what you're going to do and what you're thinking about doing because you're trying to convince yourself to do it. You're still so afraid to just take a leap of faith. You're trying to convince yourself. And you want validation from other people. You want people to say, yeah, you should do that. Go do it. Go do it. Change your dream. You know, you're really good at that. You're trying to get approval for the thought and the desire that's in your mind. Because you don't believe it. So you try to talk to a lot of people what you want to do. You think this is a good idea? You think I should do this? Then you get advice from people who are just like you. Now, how dumb is that? Getting advice from people who are just like you to do something they have never done before. Asking your mama, mom, you think I should start a business? You think I should, your mama ain't got no business? What are you talking about? She work, for, she work for people. Asking your best friend, so what do you think about this company? You think I should start? You think I should just do it? You think I should do it? Why are you asking that person? Why are they qualifying? See, many of you don't think that way at all. It's tough for you to think that way, right? But that's just, that's reality. That's how it is. That's how it is. And that's why so many people fail in life. Because they get in advice from people who are no better than them. People that they're familiar with. People that they're comfortable with. Because you don't want to ask a guy like me because I'm going to tell you the fucking truth. I'm going to say, nah, that's stupid. Nah, that's not smart. That's dumb. And then your little feelings going to get hurt. And then you're like, man, Wesley said my business is not going to work. Wah, wah, wah. He said I'm not good enough. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, well, quit. Go to work for the rest of your life. See, if I'm able to discourage you about your dream, about what you want to do, if I get you to change trajectory or change your plan because I said I don't think you can do it, then you never will. That means I was right. That makes sense. But you want to talk to people that's going to just promote you and tell you that, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You got this. You got this. Yeah. Okay. Great. You got this, but you haven't done nothing at all. You've done nothing to the achievement of the goal, but you want people to tell you that yeah, you can do it. Yeah. You got it. You can do it. Yeah. Nah, see me. I'm just honest with people. That's why they pay me so much. They, people pay me to be honest with them, by the way. They don't pay me for so I can tell them that they're doing everything right. I was they're not doing everything right. They wouldn't pay me $50,000 because if they're doing shit right, obviously they're doing it wrong. That's why they come to me because I'm going to be blunt and direct and straight. I'll tell you what you're doing and what you're fucking up with. And your, your feelings will get hurt. So what? You will maybe cry. So what? <laughs> Have many people just in tears and cry. So what? Dry them fucking tears and get to work. That's how I operate. That's just the dog in me, man. What's next here? Questions here, young people. Questions. Questions here. So I assume you got all the value here tonight. 
And I can tell you got value. You're taking notes, right? I know you took notes. I'm going to expect and believe that you took notes, that you just didn't listen to me for 45 minutes and not take a note. Why? Because you're serious, right? You're serious about your life, not just about your business, the things you want to do about your life. Okay. Because, you know, as we know, we have one life to live. And having one life to live doesn't mean that you just do all the things that are pleasurable in life. You can play later. Take five, take 10 years of your life and get very focused on the skill that you want to develop and the skill that you want to cultivate and make great. Take five, 10 years. And once you do that, and you develop that skill, you can do whatever you want to do then. You want to play for the rest of your life, you can. But if you ever want freedom, if you ever want f- true freedom, true freedom, everlasting freedom, you got to be willing to go through the storm, man. Young lady, young man, you got to be willing to weather the storm because it's a storm, okay? You got to be willing to go through it. And it may be five years, maybe 10 years. But all I can tell you is this, that some days it will rain so hard, you want to go back inside, man. Some days it's going to be so hot outside, you want to go and find a shade, But let me tell you something, even though it's hard, it's tough, it's confusing at times, it's the unknown, it's uncertain, but let me tell you something, it's worth it. It's worth it. Like where I sit today, man, it was worth it. Everything that I had to do to be this man that I am right now, it was fucking worth it. And I'll do it again. Because I got freedom, man. And there's nothing better than that, I'll tell you that. Just the freedom to do what the fuck I want to do for the rest of my life. <sighs> Imagine that. Questions here? Okay. Any questions for me here? Let me see here. King, do I need a laptop to be a high ticket closer? I mean, you need some type of computer system. What's your advice on Toastmasters? Is it worth to enroll to improve communication skills? Absolutely. You need it, young lady, because you just wrote C-O-M-M for communication. And you spelled enroll incorrectly. So, yes, go do it. Do it now. Hey, Patty, how are you? And yes, if you're on my email list, I will be emailing out the Zoom tomorrow morning. If you missed it, it was phenomenal. Ariella, which is the young lady that works with me, she told a phenomenal story. And it was just so emotional. You need to listen to it. So make sure you're on my email list. If you brought the genie script, you will get this email tomorrow morning. Questions here. How much is your promo? 
I sell dogs. 20,000. How can I duplicate that same dog mentality you have in me? You have in me, Wes. Listen to my content daily. What is the one aspect in your life that changed your life? 360 degrees. You mean 180 degrees? I think that's what you meant. Um, what is one aspect in your life? I mean, my physical fitness, the way that I communicate, um, the my business skills, there's many things that changed about me. Questions here? Hey, Michaela, you're late. What's the next here? Questions for me. And some of you are late. Honestly, I'm sick and tired of you folks being late here, okay? I ask you to turn on your, turn on your notifications, okay? Does that make sense? If you can be all in, you need to be all in. That means that when I go live, you should be ready to rock and roll. This is not the time to be lazy and to be lethargic about what you want to do. Does that make sense? You can't afford to miss a rent. You can't afford to not use the genius group. You can't afford to do that. Does that make sense? Like, I don't care if you're sleeping. I don't care. Oh, I, was, I don't care. That's your fault. You should have some type of notification that whenever I go live, you hear a ding programming to your phone. That's a person that's a serious student. Some of you are just not serious. Oh, I get it in the morning. I'll listen to it later. Yeah, you're that type of person. You're going to miss every opportunity that comes to you for the rest of your life. I'll be honest with you because you always think it's tomorrow. There's no t fucking tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is right now in this moment. Okay? Questions here. Questions. I sent two questions. I'm sorry, Sandra. Um, let me see. Yeah, Sandra, can you ask those questions again? I'm sorry because the comments are moving faster. We've reached 100 already. Wes, can you show your face? <laughs> well, that wasn't the deal, young lady. The deal is when I hit 100... I'll go live with you. I go live. If anyone would like to go live, I will go live with you. I never said I'll show my face. Once we have 100,000 people, I'll show my face then, maybe. <sighs> Questions for him, please. Hey, Anna Marie, how are you? How can I get the Zoom? Don't worry, Sandra. I'm going to make sure you get it, okay? Questions here. Thanks for the badge. Can I work for you? Doing what? First of all, if you're going to work for me, at least spell out the word you. Y-O-U. Okay? You're a D. How are you? 
Any questions for me, folks? Okay. Questions. What's the hardest lesson you learned in business that will save us five or ten years of wasting time? Easy, man. Just take action right now. That's <laughs> it. And don't be silly. Like when I say take action, I mean be serious about the action that you're taking. Don't take action on Monday and do nothing on Tuesday and Wednesday and pick back up on Thursday. I mean be a serious student. Huh? Like we all know if we're procrastinating, we all know if we're being lazy. Like, we already know if we're putting off things. Like, you know this, right? I don't need to tell you that. So be honest with yourself. If you're going to do it, do it. If you're not going to do it, then don't. Sandra, what would you do in my place? I have two spas and a land, and I'm a healer through different techniques. And on the side, I'm a networker. I would like to focus to get to achieve my goals. Okay, first thing, you need to focus on one thing. My question to you is, which business is bringing in the most money? Whatever business is bringing in the most money is the business that you need to focus on, period. Okay? Whatever is bringing in the most revenue, you need to focus on that one thing. Okay? Then the next question is, what is your goal, your money goal? Like, how much money would you like to make per month with the business? Say if it was $50,000 a month. Okay, great. So choose one thing, get it to $50,000 a month. The next step is to delegate, to automate the process. That means to hire people and to ensure that you're making at least $50,000 a month with bringing on new people to run the business for you. This and only then you can go and pivot to something else and begin a new endeavor, okay? Are there any health benefits for cold showers? Um, some say, I mean, I do it. They say it's good for inflammation as well. To me, I do it because it just feels good. <laughs> right? It wakes me up. How can I start my identity switch? You start just by listening to this rant. Right? Listen. Your identity comes from your environment. Right? If you want to change it faster... Change your environment. Change the people that you listen to, right? If you find yourself always on social media, stop. Like, delete TikTok. Delete some of the things that consume all your time, but that's not beneficial to your goals and dreams. Okay? Hey, Dominic. Hey, Melly. How are you? Good morning. What's next? Any more questions for me before I let you go? Okay. All right, that wraps up things. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight on the Million at Midnight Rant Podcast. Remember to like and share, and you can always go to Google.com and type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you'll be able to subscribe and listen to this information over and over and over and over again. Repetition is the mother of skill. Whatever you listen to over and over again, your mind will assimilate and your mind will create a belief for. Okay? So never forget that. Whatever you listen to, the people that you're around, the books that you read, well, it's conditioning you for something. 
the question is what? Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.